no chance. What's up, everybody? It's episode 60 of the No Chance Podcast with your host, as always. It's Brian and Nate. It's a little weird. I'm doing the intro this episode. I thought it was really good. Yeah, was that really was one good. take. That was one take. It so was good. shout out to me. Pat myself on the back. We, we may not do that on the next episode. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, but since I'm doing the intro on this episode, just wanted to say thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, we really appreciate everybody out there whether it's your first time listening or your last or you know if yeah, it's like that your third good. time That's listening good. you feel this me ain't generic you at know? all this you is feel good me? this is good we care about you guys okay. man we care about you guys all listening right. to us all right cut to the halloween music <laughs> happy halloween guys i know this is coming out a couple days before but we wanted to do an episode um later on we'll talk about some of the most horrific trends out there the, in the spookiest trends spookiest in the streetwear trends. world <laughs> sorry to get all gimmicky but this is their chance to man it's halloween it's uh, it's time to be festive uh, but th- as nate said thank you guys for listening to episode 60 of the no chance podcast First off, before we get into any topics today, we're going to repeat this in the beginning of every episode. November 23rd, Black Friday. I know I messed up in previous episodes, but November yeah. 23rd, that is Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, the day where you buy a TV, is the day we're having our first event, first party, first big shindig. Right? You know, yeah, hit up Best Buy, buy that TV. Bring it through to the party. Show us how much you really fuck with us. Yeah. You know? Ooh, you bring all your purchases from Black Friday yeah. to the party. Yeah, we'll exactly. have coat check. No, no, no. no. Instead, in. instead of a cover, that that's like your cover. That's oh, how you get it. Oh, you're paying in goods. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a uh, it's like a wedding registry almost. Yeah. Wait, whoa, okay, that's kind of sus. <laughs> no, no. <Nah. laughs> oh, damn, right, you just botched that one. Right. But anyways, yeah, uh, November twenty third, Black Friday, ten p.m. to two a.m. Please come out with us, man. We're it's our first event. It's our first try at an event I, I feel like it's gonna be lit I feel it's, I feel like it's gonna be we're gonna have a lot of homies there it's gonna be fun regardless but like I said last episode I want one person that listens to the that listens to this to come up to us and be like I listen to the podcast and like a random person that we random never you can't be before. a friend of ours you can't be a friend of a friend nothing you have to just be simply I guess a loner right no yeah, friends no friends that would mean the world to us yeah for sure um but yeah. Not saying that we're gonna be your friends, but like no, we'll you be know. your friends uh, when if you show up, we'll, we'll we'll show you mad love. I would think so. We got merch. We're gonna have. Yeah, uh, we that. got some amazing DJs. We have. It's just gonna be. It's just just gonna be a good time. So come out, please come out, please come support. November twenty third. Right, can you stop Friday. saying please? You're making it seem desperate. No, man. okay, like, not please. You, you better come out. You better come out. <laughs> I demand you to come out. Um, let's get into some streetwear stuff, man. There's a lot of weird shit going on. To be honest, there's not really any streetwear news, but there's just some some shit that I've been really interested in lately. And I actually had the privilege. And today is actually Thursday. I don't know the exact exact. It's the twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Thursday, 25th. October twenty fifth. I had the privilege of watching mid nineties. Jonah Hill's first like written and directed feature film, amazing. You guys have been wanting to see it. Oh, actually, wait. Well, before we get into that, yeah, wait. Nate, go let's, ahead, man. Uh, go, jump in. Go ahead. You you have the privilege of doing this. Yeah, let's uh let's introduce our special guest this evening. Hi, special guest. Hello, special guest. She's a little nervous. Uh, hi. It's my uh, it's my girlfriend Irina. Wow. Wow. 
She doesn't even listen to the podcast, but you know, it's fine. It's okay. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Don't lie. Say you do. You know I, you do. Okay, fine. Yeah, I do. I do listen to it. Yeah. So uh, she decided to join us on this lovely October evening. We weren't actually going to record today. We no. Were, we were like, so typically Thursdays are the days that we record and, you know, me and Nate, we were just kind of tired, you know, yeah. and we wanted to go play tennis. And, yeah. and we had like an event to plan. Yeah, and like, yeah, we had yeah. Like all so, this other stuff to do. And, and. I mean, we just decided to, to, to just to do this. So, thanks for joining us, Irina. Yeah. Sure. Can Irina. I ask you a quick? Can I ask you a quick question? What's up? So, if you you listen to the podcast a lot, right? Yes. What's one of the things that you hate that Nate does on episodes? Is there something that just annoys you? <laughs> do we have like ten minutes to like discuss this? I, I love how you put me in the hot seat right now, Ryan. I know there's something. I know there's something. This is like a total curveball of what you said you were gonna ask her before the episode started. Oh, we'll get into that. I just um, I just my first time you would able to ask this question. I I, I mean, I guess okay. like sometimes like I know he plays he tries to play um devil's advocate nice. like lots of times nice. <laughs> but sometimes like i don't agree with him <laughs> that's, that's good that's good i, I love so, a, a disagreement from time yeah, to time yeah yeah i mean like we fight sometimes yeah i was about to say like, <laughs> sometimes she'll listen to the podcast yeah. and then we'll just like get into an argument that's about awesome it. though yeah but that's like, like i support him that's like passion about a subject. To be able yeah. to argue with your significant other, that means you like actually care yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Like, no, Stussy's way better. Like, <laughs> I'm arguing with you right now. Like, yeah, exactly. Over clothing? Like, okay, yeah. okay. Go ahead, ask her, ask her the big question that we always ask everybody yeah. on their sure. first appearance on this show. I mean, if you guys have never heard our other episodes where we have like guests, uh, we usually ask them. Like, what's one really memorable moment that you have, like, surrounding streetwear? Or, like, how did you get into streetwear? Mm -hmm. Just something like that. Like, one experience that, I don't know, kind of stands out to you yeah. when you hear the word streetwear. Um, I guess um, growing up, I was, like, a tomboy. And um, I played basketball uh, when I was younger and everything. Um, when I played basketball um, in middle school, um, I, always wore my, I always wore my Michael Jordan jersey. <laughs> And I always rep that. And like when people would ask me to play basketball, they're like, hey, Michael Jordan, are you like trying to play basketball with us? Like, because like, <laughs> I, I would always wear it. And um, yeah, like I'd always wear Jordans. Like those are my favorite sneakers. Like um, and then also, I guess, like my brother, he was like into like SBs and everything. And he just like put me on, of course. Um, and yeah, he put me on like everything, like Stussy, um, Stussy hundreds. Never fell off, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just like put me on. So I guess like more so like how I got into streetwear was more of like sneakers, like yeah. So it was like unknowing, like you just had this jersey on because you thought it was cool. You had these shoes on because you thought it was cool. Well, no, or like, you knew the like the significance of it when you yeah, had it on the first no, because yeah, Mike Jordan is the best player. <laughs> Here we go. Debatable. We're gonna get into some basketball talk in a little bit. Yeah. But um but yeah, that's like that's a question we like to ask everybody when they first jump on. It's like, okay, you're on a streetwear podcast. Please tell us your experiences with it. Yeah, it's like a know? job interview it's almost. It's different every it's like, time. What's your resume? It's, it's different every time. And to sort of segue into the first conversation we're gonna have in regards to Jonah Hill's mid nineties movie, which is I mean by far one of my favorite movies. Um, we haven't seen it yet, so please don't. Yeah, spoil I'm not. It. No, no, the the, purpo the purpose of this episode isn't to spoil because obviously it goes live for everybody in the country 
today, which is Friday. Um, but just in regards to like the movie itself, it's basically a coming to age movie about a kid sort of growing up in the mid nineties and sort of finding himself oh, really? through skateboarding, um, as a kid. But one of the things that is in the trailer, it's in the trailer. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not, I'm not even going to uh, spoil it, but there's a big, um, there's a big relation to that of streetwear and, and, and what kids are wearing during the, the time of the mid nineties. Right. Um, in, in an interview with Jonah Hill and he's not divulging any information that's doesn't make sense to the movie, but he basically talks about like creating the movie involves making the clothing look like it is that time period. Right. Yeah. So we all remember the mid nineties. We may have not have, you know, been that old to really remember it, but we were all alive during that time. Mm. We all have stories of older siblings or cousins mm. or relatives all being like the person that put us on to whatever it is that we're into. Mm. Um, and within this movie, they do like a really cool job. And you see it in the trailer too. It's like, that really looks like how people used to dress back in the day. Like you saw, you saw the trailer, right? It's yeah. Like, I've seen the trailer huge baggy jeans just like big shirts with fat graphics it's it was definitely like a moment you know what i mean like yeah. what like when you see that trailer because i know like a lot of us especially like kids that were born in the 90s i was born in 92 what year were you born in 95 yes 95 yeah. i mean what, what year 92 there's some sort of significance with growing and growing up in that time that really yeah. resonates when you watch that trailer right and uh where was the movie filmed at I think it's filmed in Los Angeles, right? Like, uh, like that's where it takes I don't place. Know, I don't know specifically where. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, like in New York or something. No, it, it's in Los Angeles. I think okay. it's set in Los Angeles. Okay. I'm assuming that they filmed it in Los Angeles. Yeah. I just know that a lot of the actors, they're all like famous skateboarders, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. They're all like located out out of Los Angeles, so it makes sense. But I want to talk about Jonah Hill real quick, because within the past three four years he's become this like messiah of streetwear like cultural icon In a very dude. very very weird way you yeah. know what i mean we've all seen super bad we've all seen what other movies was he in before that oh shit uh, fuck. we've all seen super bad right i uh, mean i know the movies after super bad <laughs> no there's a movie he was just like a big dude every movie he was he was big in basically yeah. you know what i mean he was never somebody that we were just like oh i want to be jonah hill yeah you know what i mean do you ever see like the um, the comments on like social media of basically talking about how Jonah Hill was like some like he's able to go from like two hundred pounds to one hundred and ten pounds and like fluctuates between all these different yeah. like versions of himself? Yo, also shout out to Maniac. That was a that was a good series. It she, was. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. if you haven't seen that, go the cover of it. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen that, go watch that. But anyways, Emma Stone's in there. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, he was in. Oh, that was super bad, actually. With Emma Stone and... Emma Stone was in there. Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone and him. (laughs) But anyways, I mean, Jonah Hill is now this, like, like I said, messiah of streetwear. Yeah. Yeah. How? (laughs) I mean, like, we touched on this before. Jonah Hill has, you know, he's always been... I mean, obviously, like, he directed a movie about skateboarding. He's been involved with skateboarding. He's had an interest in skateboarding since, you know, like, since you... Since he was younger, since he was a kid, yeah. so I mean that just kind of goes hand in hand with his appreciation for what streetwear is. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like in Hollywood, if you're known for like a role, like really well known for this role that you play, like people just kind of associate you with that role. That's hard. Like both in real life and like on the screen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Um, so I feel like the reason why people gravitate towards Jonah Hill as like a this figure in like streetwear is because it's so like people think it's so out of left field. Like yep. it was it's for those who don't know, it's like really unexpected for someone like Jonah Hill who played like this dude in Super Bad that was trying so hard to get the girl for him to be all of a sudden like this quote unquote like cool guy yeah. because of like streetwear and shit like in that. In a weird way, he's like our generation's like funny guy. Yeah. Like like I know like previously there was like the like the Jim Carrey's, the um the Eddie Murphy's. Like that was like our siblings, like, oh, those are my favorite movies. Nutty Professor, like all these movies are my favorite. But for us it's like Yo, I remember just having super bad and thinking that was the funniest thing ever. There was like that that um, that segment where he's he's talking about how he's like addicted to just drawing dicks. You remember that part yeah. within the movie? Yeah. Like it's like holy shit! Like that's so funny. Like he's like the guy. But I think when you grow up and you you start to like niche yourself into like you know becoming fashionable and, be, and getting into streetwear and skateboard and hip hop, whatever. You you start to stray away from him because you don't at the time you don't really know too much about celebrities right they're not always in the interviews they're not always talking about who they are before mid nineties came out I didn't know who the fuck Jonah Hill really was you know what I mean like, like as a person you don't know his background you don't know that he was like listening to he was involved in the um, the music industry prior to acting like these are all things that you don't learn until people put themselves in the in the spotlight of like oh. Like, this is who I am. This is why you should relate to my movie. But I never considered Jonah Hill to ever in a million years be somebody that I looked up to as a style icon. Well, I think what people are so enamored by. Whoa, big word. Shout out to you. Always, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but I think what people are so intrigued by when another big word, shout out to me, uh, when seeing Jonah Hill is that it seems like he's not trying, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what people appreciate is that he's not trying too hard. It's very, he's very low key and he, he just seems like the type of guy that just does what he wants because that's what he wants to do. That's a good you know? point because, um, he just recently did a sneaker shopping episode with Joe LaPuma for complex. Mm -hmm. And he basically talks about like, I don't have a stylist. I just dress myself. And I think that's so rad nowadays as a celebrity to be like, I just dress myself and wear whatever I want to wear because you see him wearing the fucking the palace all the time. Yeah. He's in the palace commercials, which I thought was fucking amazing. But to be he's obviously not that old, but to be in that realm of of stardom, to be that age and to still be able to act like you're a character in 1995, at least with within his age. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that. That brings up a good point in that, like you said before, like Eddie Murphy or Jim Carrey, those are kind of like the people that, you know, maybe like our older siblings looked up to or like our parents really liked. But for this generation, like Jonah Hill is sort of that figure, you know, like people like him, like younger, younger people who are in Hollywood or whatever, like they're, they're a better representation of, let's say like Quote, like our generation yeah 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 i would say so like the seth rogan the james franco like all those dudes i think they're all like super funny and i don't i don't when i think of comedy i think of them you know like i don't think of anybody anybody else outside of that and at least within like what i've experienced being a kid like those are my favorite 
fucking movies of all time. Yeah, mostly you know because I mean? you're probably really high while watching those movies. No, 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 no. I mean, Pineapple Express was a really good movie, oh, but dude, I was so not good. high when I watched yes. that at all. Um, so, I mean, just in regards to like Jonah Hill, I mean, he is like, he's just a fashion, not, not even, I won't even say a fashion icon. He's just cool. He just had, he's the epitome of cool in the weirdest of ways. He doesn't wear like um, the most like hyped up items. It's just, it's, it seems all but natural when he's wearing stuff, yeah. right? Palace, especially, it just seems like, oh, like it doesn't seem like, like he's a try hard, which is something that we get to in every episode of just like, you know, wearing what's true to yourself because when it comes off the way it comes off on Jonah Hill to be like natural and, you know, towards his, the essence of who he is, I think it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's like, we try, that's kind of like the epitome of finding personal style, I think is just not necessarily trying, obviously like trying, but not trying too hard where it's just seems like inauthentic. Yes. Yeah, super good photo. Arena's showing us a photo. Is he in a Suns jersey? Yeah. Like Suns, Suns with no text on it? Yeah, yeah. with and a I tucked in. Jeans. Oh, no, it's a. Like, I think or... that's a Don C uh, jersey. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a Don yeah, C jersey. fire. Yeah. I wish we had video to show is people. Is he wearing Gucci show. loafers? What is he? Uh, I think he's wearing loafers, though. Nice. Yeah. Wow, dude. Jonah Hill kills it, man. <laughs> Yo, tucked in with the belt. Jonah Flex. Yeah. Kills it. Make sure you go watch mid nineties. Yo, have you yeah. watch mid nineties? Side note: Have you seen that meme? It's like weird flex, but okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's like a really good meme. That's I'm gonna start using that the now most before it dies down. That's a really good one. What's this one? Oh, dude, some of the fits in Maniac were good. Some of shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mullet. Yeah. For the Netflix yeah. series. Yeah, that's really yeah, cool. But I mean, to the point of like mid nineties, I think what a lot of people also really enjoyed, from what I heard, is that. The set design, like the uh, the costumes, yep. like everything was very like. I mean, just the way that they people talk. Yeah, it's like exactly. Everything is to the T. Exactly, really like cool. very like period appropriate. Yes. Yeah. So even though they're not sponsoring this episode, make sure you go watch Mid Nineties. You two especially yeah. need to go watch it because I wish we could spend this whole episode just talking about the movie, which would be really cool. Um, you didn't bite us, so. I bought it the like la the day of like there's only like four seats left and I just bought it. I mean, there's only three of us, so. Yeah. So. I sat in the very top corner of the <laughs> movie theater. We'd all be spread out. I don't think we would experience it very well. Um, okay, let's jump into something else. And we, we're talking about Palace for a brief second, but Palace and fucking Ralph Lauren. Crazy. They are killing it. What was the most recent one? Palace and Wimbledon? Uh, I don't know if that's the most recent one, but that's like one of the biggest ones. Palace and Wimbledon. Okay, why, why, why Palace? Why is Palace in such a... Uh, what's the opposite of a downslide? Uh, upward climb. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Why is Palace in such an upward climb right now? What is it about them that attracts the likes of some of the, I want to call them most prestigious companies or just brands ever? I think a lot of it has to do with coming from the UK. Obviously, mm -hmm. like the UK is like, such a big powerhouse of what is you know like they're the ones who invented like preppy style and you know palace is very streetwear but also if you take a closer look like they have stuff that's like very traditional like british like prep like style and it's like their brand is kind of like a mix of both if you will it's like very eclectic 
Yeah. So totally. And I think the it, what's what's funny about a lot of these collaborations is you would think that Palace is the one reaching out to Ralph Lauren to be like, hey, guys, like a collaboration would be awesome. You know what I mean? But it's actually the complete opposite. Yeah. Which is such a humbling, you know, feeling coming from a streetwear brand that just like does stuff for shits and giggles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to have a brand like Ralph Lauren approach them and be like, hey we want to do a collaboration with you guys because of this sort of like thing you've carved out for yourself within this world, because they're not like traditional streetwear. There is a sense of like, like you said, like dapperness to palace in a very, very, very weird it's, way. It's a very like, like I said, it's a very like British take on streetwear. Yeah. It's not, it's, I, I feel like it does. It doesn't resonate so much with people here in the U S I mean, it, obviously it's really popular everywhere, but I think, it doesn't really resonate with people so much here in the U.S. because we have like a Supreme, you know, Supreme yeah. is like very American, like skate brand in its essence. I think Palace is kind of like its own separate entity. It, yeah, it has kind of has its own space. Even when you're in New York, you don't even really see people wear a Palace. Like yeah. it's not you're like you're, you're right in that sense. It's not like a new, uh, um, a United States thing. Yeah, it just doesn't look like things that we would wear, even though they make the exact same mm. things. I think there's an yeah. I think there's a there's a specific like label attached to to Palace that is just like if you wear that, it kind of fucks with your mental to be like, "Uh, I'm not like a UK like skepta wearing, uh, fucking skater type look. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it kind of we get let's talk about that. Like, is there is there a mental attitude that you have when it comes to certain clothing that's that that keeps you away from certain brands or keeps you buying certain types of clothes like, is there a, a mental piece to it that gets you thinking i think so i mean i definitely think so when buying clothes when finding a brand that you like you know you want something that you put on and say like oh yeah this is me yeah you know i feel like if i'm stepping out of my comfort zone and i'm going for a brand that i may you know may not feel comfortable with wearing then it's kind of like all right well i'm gonna take a step back and yeah Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't, you know. At this point, I kind of, I think we both have the same mindset in which if I see a brand on you or if you see a brand on me, we can tell each other that it's not it. You know what I mean? Like we we just know if we're like reaching too far for something outside of what we are. It's not, not to say that we can't, you know, we can't explore other options when it comes to like the tastes in our, our own clothing, but it's just who we are. We've we've grown to know like what each other likes that it's we like, can't do it. It's like if you were like a polo. Like I can never see you no. wearing like a collared shirt ever. I, I don't think shirts. I've ever seen you wear a collared shirt. Period. I hate buttons. Yeah. <laughs> but you wear them to work. I have to. Yeah. I, I think that's I think to. that's the only time I've ever seen you is like when you came. Actually, no, I've never seen you in a collared shirt. It would shirt typically before. be like when we meet up, I'll come straight out of work with like a button shirt and just be like, God damn, I hate Dude, this I, shit. I remember I saw you wearing Chelsea boots one time. I was like, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> it is. It's a it's a very awkward feeling. And I think, yeah, I mean, at some point it does fuck with your mental. And I think some people attach themselves to certain brands for a reason. Not because it's it some it, it's a little bit more than just like, I love this graphic or I love what this brand's about. Mm. It's just like is this for me? Yeah. And it's a crazy way to think about it, but I feel like that's what influences us to buy shit more often than not because social media does a really crazy thing where it like, it 
tells you to put other things on a pedestal. Things that doesn't normally matter to you. Yeah, previously. things you may not necessarily want. Exactly. Yeah. And and once we start to hop on the bandwagon, we realize like, yo, this ain't it. This, ain't this it. isn't for me. Yeah. You know? Like how often have you bought something based off of hype and two weeks later you're like, Yeah, I don't even want this anymore. All the time. All man. the time. All the time. Right? It happens. Yeah. I think it just like you said, it has a lot to do with just Again, like the world we live in, yeah. internet connectivity, whatever. It's a weird place. Twenty eighteen, okay. But um, I don't know. It's it's just we, as like a society, like we consume so much, and it's like we're always wanting something new. And yeah. it's like I feel like me now, like I'm I'm more willing to take risks because it's like, okay, if this doesn't work out, I could just buy something else, and I can yeah. easily replace that, and it'll be all fine. So I yeah. think that's kind of the mentality behind it too. Yeah. I think I, 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 for you especially, you definitely like. Sometimes I, I'll see you in like some crazy ass outfit and be like, "Yo, this is wild." Like what? But like at the same fit? time, I'll be like, for some reason, it works. Like it'll be like five different textures all in one outfit. It'll be like, like um, like a fuzzy ass cardigan mixed with houndstooth pants mixed with plaid shoes and some colored socks. I'm like. There's something off about this, but it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. not a lot of people are willing to stretch beyond their not only their imagination, but what they see on social media. Look, they're not willing to like experiment that. Way, you know, you know, either you got it or you don't. That's drip. all I can say. If you don't got the drip, <laughs> you, you ain't got the drip. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Um, but let's jump into this next topic because I thought this was a really interesting one, and. As I mentioned earlier, we were going to talk about basketball. So Los Angeles Lakers superstar Kyle Kuzma, if you all know Kuz, Kuzmania. We're going 72 and 10 this year. I just want to throw that Jesus out there, by the way. Christ. Just want to throw that out there. Nate is a Lakers fan, surprisingly, and he's from the Bay Area, but that's okay. But anyways, Kyle Kuzma signs a sneaker deal with GOAT. And GOAT is a relatively new, I wouldn't even call it like a sneaker consignment platform but it's like a it, you, it, it is it? like a sneaker consignment yep. platform almost okay. um yeah it's kind of like a stock app, app, yeah but in a, but in a more low-key way um so just that just off that alone regardless of who he is as a as a famous nba basketball player but to sign not with the nike not with the adidas not with the puma who's just recently gotten to basketball not with any major athletic wear brand but to sign with a sneaker consignment company what does that mean for him for him like what is that what how how do you how can you imagine that when it if you are him i mean i I think it depends on what you're looking to get out of a sneaker deal because for instance like somebody like kobe kd lebron steph whoever you know obviously like you're looking yeah you're looking to make money off of uh, a product that's yours but also you're looking to you know have something that's your own like a like your own actual shoe i think with kyle kuzma he with him being like such in such like the early stages of his career as a basketball player it doesn't like it doesn't really make the most sense or you know you might not even want to like have that deal because it's like are they even really going to give me my own shoe or they're just gonna he know? has a very millennial mentality exactly exactly <laughs> 2018 exactly. everybody <laughs> and it's so crazy because he's like because he's like 
I don't want no fucking name on my own shoe. Yeah. I want the coolest off-white exactly. Nikes, Jordan ones. Like I want everything cool. Because yeah. then it's not necessarily even about like the shoes that he's wearing on the court. It's like what do I what else do I get? Yo. Like what do I get to wear when I walk into the stadium? What do they care about more? Do they care about your entrance outfit or what you're wearing on the court? Yeah. More often than not, it's like the fucking prequel to the game is like, what are they wearing? What is the Russell Westbrook wearing? Which is probably some fucking crazy shit. But what are they wearing? Like, what shoes? What outfit? And that that is that's such a good point because yeah. at first I thought of it as like, okay, like he's he gets to wear all these retros on the court, like, um, like that's cool. Whatever. Like, you don't want to sign with the shoe shoe wear company. That's cool. You want to most often a lot of larger name basketball players will sign with random companies because they don't want to be the mm-hmm. third tier within mm-hmm. the larger companies mm-hmm. right like a clay thompson signs with this random chinese Anta yeah this trash chinese company um fucking Dwayne wade signs with this random yeah. company mm-hmm. it's because they want to be the stars of their own company how do you if you're kyle kuzma how do you become a star of a consignment a consignment store i I mean, I've, I've never, I've never, yeah, I've never heard of anybody else, any other athlete. No, doing that. That, it's, it's the first time. And that's why it's crazy. I think it's, yeah, but I think it's a, it's a trade-off. It's like, do you want the freedom, freedom to, you know, like wear whatever you want and to basically get your hands on whatever you want? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure okay. that's part of the deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, or do you want like a signature shoe mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe make like, Hundred mil, maybe. He's still probably making a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. But the the trade off is like you just said. Do you want the? It's almost like do you want the fame or Mm -hmm. do you just want the clout? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you just want to be the coolest guy on the court with the coolest shoes and the most and the 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 widest selection of of shoes to wear without any cost, Mm -hmm. or do you want a shoe that's yours to develop your own fan base and do all this stuff? It's such. But the question is, like, what if your shoe sucks and no one wants to buy it? That's like ninety percent of the professional athletes. Okay, really? Like, what? What's like the last like shoe that like a basketball player made and was like so good? Like, what shoe is it? Probably KD's. Really? Yeah, LeBron South Beach. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, the answer. Alan Emerson. Oh, <laughs> we're going all the way Throwback. back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were talking about currently, like the last pair of shoes. Well, I'm saying, I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, though. Kind of I know like, what you mean. Like, like yeah. you can't wear them casually. No, you know? yeah. Shaq, uh, Shaq, Shaq Gnosis. <laughs> no, like all the basketball shoes, they look basketball shoes. Like, yeah. Well, not- this is the thing that always freaks me out. First of all, and we're going to get into this on a, in, 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 a, in a bit. But we're going to talk about the worst and most horrific trends of all time. Trends. But just just to start that off one, since we're on the topic, <laughs> don't ever wear basketball shoes casually. That shit is despicable. Really? It is not That cool. used to be a thing, though. Like, I'm back in, about, like, okay. 2008, 2010. Uh, okay. What were you wearing, Ryan, when currently. you were a little kid? When you were, no, like, no, six no. years old? Currently, <laughs> currently, currently, currently. Uh, were you playing basketball when you were six years old? I was wearing basketball shoes as a kid because... I didn't have 12 other <laughs> pairs of shoes. I mean, currently, as a trend, as a trend. Okay. And l- let me let me distinguish this because I know this has to be distinguished. Is if you have other shoes to wear, don't wear the basketball shoes. If that's your only pair of shoes, fine by me. <laughs> but what's interesting, what's interesting is that I think like older basketball, like retro basketball silhouettes, like up-tempo stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 
like uh pennies like yeah. all that stuff is kind of like coming back it's like back yeah. on the rise you know but they but, just some. but they yeah. they they're now repurposed as a lifestyle sportswear yeah, models exactly. yeah. yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's cool but it still falls under that category of like retro sportswear and then you don't nobody ever thinks of up tempos like oh i'm about to ball on these right after oh, yeah, definitely. I, I wear them you know <laughs> that's like asking like oh i'm gonna wear my my playoff 12s yeah like, no like nobody's balling. even wearing jordans yeah. when they play yeah. no but i think i think we're at an interesting time in just sports culture and like the intersection of like streetwear and sneaker culture because yeah. it's like they're both so integrated these days mm-hmm. is that they're kind of like inseparable because back then okay back then True. like the early 2000s who was wearing crazy shit to the game i mean like you couldn't you had to like wear suit and shit but like yeah. you know like russell westbrook coming through lebron james coming through and like just like the randomest like yeah. streetwear and brands you can think of, like, of off white. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. And it's like they're so heavily intertwined now that it's sneaker culture, streetwear, sports, it's all coming together. Jake from Bleach Report, please reach out to us. Oh my god. What are you <laughs> doing? Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. Edit that, that out. That was like a, a cry for help. <laughs> a plea, th- a plea think, for attention. I think you have a good point though. Yeah. I mean, like everything's becoming so intertwined, obviously. The athletes are now into streetwear. The streetwear yeah. people are more interested in pop culture, which includes the athletes. So it and makes the high sense. End stuff, the high end stuff. The high end stuff is. The streetwear. They're now doing sponsorships and collaborations yeah. with all of these brands. Yeah. So it is a huge gray area where one line cuts off and the other one, you know, starts. So, I mean, I think to get to the point of of just seeing goat collaborate with or, or partner with an actual NBA player, I think it's streetwear's real entry into the world of of athlete, athletic sports uh, um it's kind of redundant just sports. not athletic sports 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 but um yeah i mean sneaker culture has always been such like a big part of basketball you know mm-hmm. and even even now football like fucking obj yeah. wearing these crazy ass like Custom shoes. yeah dude. but that's the thing though it, it, there was never an investment on our part yeah i don't want to say our part but like, like as a business street wars part yeah into yeah. this yeah. world you yeah. know what i mean we see like i know goddamn well supreme paid jr smith to get that shit tattooed on his leg to get into that world but i mean like we have not that's a very undiscovered territory yeah for us like we talked about before like the supreme nba collab that yep. just came out um like earlier this year mm-hmm. like maybe a month or two ago like that's did, did, did the nba even know who supreme was like three yeah. like two years ago exactly. i don't know yeah and then there's um supreme and um nike yeah, yeah exactly like that's a, a big one like too. partnership yeah North yeah, like, yeah. How, how do they like go together and and, and it's such a I just Supreme has this weird way of just like throwing themselves into everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're like that one dude that just invites himself to the party yeah. like, every time. But like they're cool. Like you get to know them after a little bit and they're just like, like cool. Oh, okay. They have like, their like typical bar tricks where they just open the yeah. beer bottle with yeah. their with their eyes, eyes or yeah, something. It's like yes. dude, who are you? I I love you in a weird way. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is really weird. I don't know who you are, who are you with. Like you ask around cool. and you're like, yo, does anybody know this dude? But it's like, no, but he, I mean he's kinda cool though. Yeah, like, right? Like that's just what they are. They're just like in everything in some weird way you know like you're watching basketball and actually you know supreme's like a part of it yeah you would have that that would have never been a thing like you know five years ago it's yeah just, it's just that big of a thing okay let's just change gears real quick because we are not basketball ex- experts whatsoever yeah clearly you weren't whoa <laughs> Wasn't targeted. Yeah. Targeted. I'm triggered. Um, but let's get into this piece. It is 
Halloween. This is a very spooky time. Dun, 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 it's a very spooky time. Cue Halloween music. We wanted to talk about the most horrific trends of would you say 2018? Let's just do all time. Of all time. Let's just do all time. Oh man. Let's okay. just let's just do like a quick like roundup of yes, like let's, five. Let's that stick we with dislike. the top five horrific yeah. trends of 20 all time. You want to go first? No, you, you go seem first. To have it. No, you, you go first. It? All right. Okay. I think one of my personal biggest uh, biggest pet peeves and something that I've been seeing a lot recently is. These chunky Fila shoes, those have been one of the, my biggest pet peeves ever. Because not only has Fila been a garbage company <laughs> since the very beginning, and actually they did have a really cool, like, like they were kind of big in like 2008. They had like the shoe with like the side, it was like a swoop. You know what I'm talking about? It had like a colored swoop on the side. It was like a really popular shoe. Oh, yeah. They were sold at Foot Locker. They, everybody had them at the time, but they were Fila's. And now they're coming back with this like chunky runner, trainer type shoe. And Is it called like the Disruptor or something like right that? Right now? This yeah, one? Yeah. I think so. And that is one of the most horrific trends. Do you, th- right do you think now. it's more so Fila or do you think it's more of like just the chunky sneaker trend i love chunky sneaker trends i love i love the trend in itself it looks really cool on people besides myself (laughs) and it's very unfortunate but i love the way it looks i love big shoes but for some reason these just look like moon boots and it's really annoying yo when are uh late 90s like early 2000s skate shoes gonna come back like dc's and like etnies we kind of talked about that recently with the asap rocky under armor shoe oh it looks yeah. like the osiris Loki. d3 and it's yeah. like i know a lot of people were hating on it because it's an exact ripoff of what older skate shoes look used to look i thought like. they looked like heelys to be honest they did actually did you have heelys back in the day ah uh, okay so like in third grade how would you go grocery shopping without Heelys? Nah. In third grade, uh, I asked my mom, because I was like, Mom, all my friends have Heelys. Can I get a pair? And she's like, no, you're going to fall and crack your head open. Just walk. Just walk. <laughs> just walk faster. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You got a second trend? Second trend uh, that's um, been horrific? I'm kind of like over this whole overbranded, like not necessarily even streetwear, just but like high fashion in general, like this super like gaudy like overly branded balenciaga like, balenciaga, balenciaga like vetmont i'm like kind of over that it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of it's kind of boring i'm over i'm the trend that i'm over is basically like the parody kind of like phase that we had yeah. these past like two three years of like this is like making a joke of like what high fashion now, is or, like, now to distinguish that bootlegging and parodying are two yeah. different things yes right in yes this, in this case okay cool i think bootlegging is more about you know, like you're making a copy of something, but it's almost like you're paying homage to yeah. whatever it is that you're bootlegging. Yeah. I think with parody, it's more so like you're poking fun at something. So you, it's the the sentiment is a little bit. Do different. you think parodying is like kind of like a in a in a negative sense targeted towards like some of the larger brands like the Vetmont, the Balenciaga, those brands because of like their stigma within like streetwear being like, oh y'all are so fucking expensive. You're just ripping off these these companies when it when it's like a like a smaller brand they would just redo the same graphic and it's like considered cool. cool you know what i mean i think so i think uh it's when you're making a profit off yeah it, it's like almost, a huge profit. it's almost kind of like a middle finger it's like 
you can only buy this $2,000 denim jacket if you have $2,000 lying yeah, around. You yeah. know, it's almost like a middle finger to like those people who can't buy can't it. afford it. Exactly. So I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of over it. It's kind of, it's overdone and I'm, I just want something new. I've never liked it. I've never liked huge branding personally. Yeah. It's just like, it's just one of those things you kind of grow out of. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to be a walking billboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. You have anything? You have that money. Yeah, exactly. unless you got that money. Yeah. If I'm rich, bro, I'm wearing all of it. I will be the sponsor of every don't company lie. I would wear for sure. I'm going to have three Gucci belts on. <laughs> one on my head, one on my chest, yeah. my belt. You got a, a, a third mm. a third one we're doing top five. I don't know. Like, he has like one, one thing that like comes in my mind was probably like camel pants not the green ones though i fuck with the green ones colored crazy ones yeah like yellow pink like no. orange like um i thought you were on that for a second no i had green ones babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um me and nate we went to governor's ball um at new york and like uh we seen like three girls wearing orange camel pants Wild. and like we both thought like these girls were in the same clique Nah, <laughs> they were in the same class. They were together. <laughs> they were like TLC, they, they like just weren't hanging out. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I didn't see any girls because I don't look at other girls. You know, that's a great answer. <laughs> that's a great answer. Good answer. answer. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm a big fan of camo pants. Same. Tiger camo, yes. woodland camo, real tree, desert camo, real tree camo, real red camo, shit, camo. You know? Yeah. Regular camo, yeah. Arctic camo. I like, I like tiger camo. Tiger camo is one of my favorites. But if it jumps outside of that and it turns into a color, yeah, you no. and, and see that's no. that's, that's one you're of those be, things. Unless dude. you're in fucking I don't know, like you, fucking. If you Alice, want to shoot a gun, fine, dude, you're fine. in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You're gonna be spotted. <laughs> like you can't just wear those pants. You know, it, I think it goes back to that thing where it's like. Regular camel pants weren't good enough for you because they didn't stand out, stand out as much. Yeah. So you had to go to like orange. <laughs> you now you're like, all right. Do you know how yellow. ironic that is to wear ca- camel pants and be like, nobody notices me. <laughs> wow. So ironic. Yeah. You know what I told you know what I told her I was gonna be for Halloween? What? I was uh, Rambo? No. That's completely off topic. Oh, but I was I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna wear a black bed sheet to the club and just say I'm John Cena. Wow, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes. Camo. That's yes. a good one. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. Fuck it. Man, what what is a fourth trend? I haven't really been hating that much. Yeah, yeah that's good. Which is actually kind of good. Um, yeah, some of the trends I like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I, I like a lot of trends. Yeah. I like the um, I like the like the little Uzi like bondage thing. I, mm. For some reason, I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Not for myself, obviously, but no, I still think yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. You no, know, like in girls, um, there's like those invisible bags that are going on. Right yeah. Now. Oh, like jelly the, bags. Like the PVC jelly bags are yeah, really cool. Those are really cool. I like those. Like, I was on that like, like two years uh, ago. We went to, um, where'd we go? Dove Street. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. the large one. Yeah. I was yeah. on Is jelly it bags. Invisible? Yeah. Nate, buy me a bag. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're on to the next thing. I, I, I really next. like those, but I can't think of anything off yeah. top that is horrific. And we, yeah. we're we talking about trends of all time. Yeah, right? Okay, I'll go back to this. I've restated this in a previous episode, and I'm going to restate it again because it's just something that I just can't stand. Let me just double check to make sure I'm not doing it. Okay. Nike and Adidas com- combined... That's not something at that, that flies. That's that. Yep. Nope, I cannot do that. If you're wearing Adidas pants and Nike shoes, nope, no. 
I don't care if you just stepped out of the house and grabbed groceries. Can't do it. Can I pay you back Go. real quick? Even if you wear um, easy uh, boosts, rave runners or anything, and you wear a fucking Nike outfit and nope. you're wearing, yeah, you're wearing Can't no do shoes. It. No. That, that ain't it, Chief. Like, Can't do it. <laughs> that even, ain't it, Chief. Yeah. The socks got to match the shoes. True. Either wear them blank or wear something. Wear Adidas socks. Yeah, wear Adidas <laughs> socks. Wherever those yeah. are being sold. But you just cannot brand mix when it yeah. comes to those. Now, yeah. I'm not going to be like a... a stickler on this stuff but that's just my personal preference well yes, for me it's because like kanye is not cool with yeah, that makes sense that makes so, sense like if you're gonna wear his shoes you can't wear nike together yeah like if he, a song guys because he if, song. if he saw if kanye saw you wearing that yeah he would look down upon that so just Come think on. of that did it uh didn't he like get stopped by a kid in the airport and then give him fake shit? Nah, he asked him to. He asked Kanye to sign his like Nike shoes. Oh, and then he. Um, oh, his Nike shoes. He yeah. was like, he was like, oh, no, nah, I'm gonna get you a pair of Yeezys. Like, throw those away. Sounds like Kanye does not like Nike. Everybody. So you can't do it. You just can't do it. And yeah. it, I know it sounds very, you know, very childish to say, but it's just, it's, it's not a thing. I don't, I don't care. It's just not a thing. All right, last one, Nate. Break, break, break it off. Ooh, what you whoa. got? Break. Pause the, that. Pause. Just, that. Let's just end this. Um, you got one more. Um, what am I not? What have I not been feeling lately? Um, fuck. Yeah, we talk about terrible trends all the I time. I know. I feel like I've exhausted that list already, though. Because <laughs> we talk about it way too much. Uh, I don't know. You got any other ones? Irina, you got any Shoot. terrible trends? Not of- terrible trends, but there's like something that like really I love that's like in streetwear, but it's for women. Go ahead. Really you know. can say it. Go, go ahead. Go, Speak t- your tell truth. Tell people something you love. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Vape Me? is like my favorite streetwear brand. Nice. And they just came out with a new streetwear brand for the ladies. What? And it's more so for like a business. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, is it? Is it's it like cold. a? It's, it's called Bapey. With two E's. Uh, no, it's a B... With an E with a, a tilde? Oh, is it's it like a... a bape? <laughs> <laughs> is it like sure, Mr. Yeah. Bathing Ape? <laughs> oh, with a yeah, Y. So instead of an E, it's B-A-P-Y. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's really cool because like their lookbook, it stars um, Lauren Tsai. She's oh, she's from, awesome. Yeah, she's from um, Terrace House. I don't know if you guys watch she's it. She's awesome. But she's so cool and she's so pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, like... Their clothes for a business woman, like it's so. Is it so? It's like streetwear mixed with like business. Like you business. can wear, it, yeah, like you can wear it to work. Wow, that's rad. Yeah, Yo, I, really I, love I would it. even wear some of that shit. Like, there's it's like just a scarf. Fire. Look at the scarf. And she she wears like. It's like so cool. Oh, this is like a yeah, yellow this is scarf. Kind of yeah, wow. this is fire. Nigo really <laughs> oh shit stretching beyond the imagination here. That's really cool. I like it. Yeah. It just released actually it. this week. Did um, it. Yeah, they have a store in Japan, of course. Baby. Um, I believe you can purchase online. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to cop because I work at a techie place. So so it's suitable <laughs> for your work needs. Yeah. And I, I think that's babe, cool. So. I think, I think um, okay, let's get into this real quick. For the last, <laughs> Damn, last all right, 10, here comes a hot minutes, take. Here comes a hot this take. Is be, this okay. is something that we, we, we talked about in past episodes, right? Girls love streetwear that's directed towards them. Here we go. Another right? episode sure. about women. Let's get it. Baby, Jennifer, Married to the Mob, uh, Hell's Bells, right? These dime are piece. Dime Piece. I just learned about that recently. That are for women, 
by women, right? Mm -hmm. Some girls don't like that at all. I get it. Right? Is is this like is this it, chief? Is the, yeah, is this it? Like Wait, am I chief? Because yeah. not not all women are going to like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like well, Definitely. Because some women just want to wear bape. Like why don't you guys just make a larger selection of bape in more sizes for us? There seems to be an issue here. I don't know why there's an issue here, but I just sense that there's an issue here. Maybe I'm just digging a little bit too deep. But can you sense that? Is this another example of a current streetwear brand trying to like reaching a bit too much? No. Not, I don't think so personally. In terms of like cater, trying to cater catering to, women. to yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think that's like um, it's just like an accessory now. Like, like that's really cool because like I know for sure there's hella like a uh, woman wearing bape before that yeah. brand came out. You know, they're in guys' clothes, like, whatsoever. But, like, that's really cool that, like, Babe release, like, these clothes for, like, women wearing, like, for, like, their their career. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's really cool because, yeah. like, you want to, you wanna like, rock what you like. Like, even, like, when you're working or casual. Like, that's really cool. I'm just cool. not a big fan of, like, women's wear being an afterthought. You know what I mean? Like, as a streetwear brand, you think, like, well, obviously, Babe's been around since when, like, Early 90s, 90s yeah. early 90s, obviously. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're just creating it for who it is that they want to create it for. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say who it is, but it's just a brand, okay. right? There's no specifics to who these cl clothes are meant for. But to all of a sudden, it's just like, it's just too perfect of a time to all of a sudden create a women's wear <laughs> division. You it's know like, what I mean? Why? Because it's 2018, right? No, I love that they're <laughs> no. doing it. I, th just like, I think it's more so like, why wasn't it like that from the start? Before. Yeah. Like, you're, it's just, you're, exactly. It's 2018, you yeah. know, women are feeling like women are more empowered now. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Which is like kind of sad to say because like yeah. it's 2018, you yeah. know, if that makes sense. But it's not but never too late, guys. It's never, it's, it's never, never no, 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 too no. late. No. It's the, it's sometimes it's the intention behind doing it, yeah. right? Yeah. Are you doing it because, well, then again, at the end of the day, it's like, it's done. Yeah. But are you doing it to actually represent a community that goes underrepresented within streetwear? Are you doing it? To, to capitalize on this Not time that we're in. I want to say Migos. capitalize. Migos. You mean Nigo. <laughs> Nigo or yeah, Migos? Migos. Migo. Migo. DJ Tate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And I probably think, shouldn't have drank that six pack. I think I think it's still, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a great piece to add to the to the bait sort of lineage of 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 lines they should they have one for kids they have one for men they have one for women they have everything now so yeah. that's awesome um my question was more in regards to you know what is the intention behind some of these brands like how they move nowadays you know what i mean obviously you have to move very strategically obviously supreme seems seems to do that their idea their their goal is like expand and be the mm -hmm. biggest company in the world but for some other brands, it's like they're in a place where they have to adjust to what it is that's going on in exactly. our cultural climate. They have to. Yeah. Women's women love Bape. They yeah. love Bape more. Sometimes I think more than Supreme. Sometimes. Yeah. It's it almost goes hand in hand. But coming from a brand like Supreme, where they just don't give a fuck, they're like, I'm not what. what? Yeah. Start a girl brand? Fuck no, no, fuck that. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't see that but happening. Ba but yeah, and and all girls know that. But for Bape, it's just like Bape is a very proper they're japanese they're very um 
just like very loyal to, yeah. to to their messaging they're loyal to their brand they, they it's almost as if they have to they have to yeah i just don't want to see brands sort of like not necessarily cater but to women why not cater not cater. <laughs> the word's not cater what was the word that you used earlier capitalize capitalize yeah. or even like I don't know what it is. It's it's an it's it, within a negative sense of doing something for the wrong reasons. I think it's more so of doing it because you feel like you have to, as opposed to wanting to. Yeah, you know, it's more so. Yeah, that. if you took into the account of women's demands for women's size bape apparel, yeah. or a sub brand for women's bape. Then yeah, cool. Like, it's a great opportunity to well, do that. Yeah, you know? like Bape already had women stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Or like, like the. Uh, it wasn't like out of nowhere that they made the, this brand. I would say like the the demand, like make more, make a lot more, make the men's stuff in our stuff. You're making all of these like cut and sew pieces that are just strictly for men. We don't just want t-shirts. You know what I mean? Or really cool shoes. We want all the other shit. So it's like, all right, cool. We'll just make you that, but. Regardless, it's still a very cool opportunity to see like streetwear brands expand. I just hope that streetwear and brands to women. and cater to women. I just hope that streetwear brands, all streetwear brands, in some sense or the other, do it for an actual purpose, not for you know. So capitalizing. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't want them to do it in within a negative mindset. Like that because like twenty eighteen, like mm -hmm. you know, like we're all about like equal rights with women and everything. Yep. So you're saying like you don't want? No, I want them to do it within that oh, space. <laughs> I don't want them to do it just like oh, like women just want this. Okay. Fuck it, let's just make them a brand. Okay. I want them to be in that mindset of being like everybody deserves. Yeah, because I think this is like the perfect time right now. Yeah. Like streetwear brands, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any are listening right no, now. No, probably not. Unfortunately. Benny Gold. Yeah. Hey, Benny Gold. <laughs> I don't know if any are listening right now, but on that note, I guess this is a great place to stop. I feel like we've sure. talked more than usual with an episode. Um, Covered I, a lot. I'm pretty tired. Same. This has been, been a rough been, week, it's been, man. It's been a long day. Oh, and by the way, um, next week we are dropping an episode. I did an episode recently with... Um, a guy named Ross, he owns this uh, denim company called Cambridge Denim. That's going to be the next episode. Me and Nate, we are going on fucking vacation. So we will not have time to record an episode. So we're going to drop an old one. Where are you guys going? We're going to Hawaii. And we're going to go have fun, man. We deserve a vacation. You guys will enjoy the next episode. It was, it was a really good one. But on that note... Thank you guys for listening. It's episode 60 of the No Chance Podcast with your host as always. Ryan. And Nate. And... Irina. There we go. Black Friday, 1123. Make sure you guys come out. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.